0: Thanks for listening to Hanging With
1: The Saunders Podcast With Mama and Dada It's the best day over It's the best day over It's the best day over It's the best
2: day over it's a
0: I love it. Gracias, Ariela. Familia, if you need to feel inspired and encouraged, this is a great episode that will help you overcome your worries and allow yourself to be led by faith and not
1: by fear. Amen to that. We had the blessing and honor of being guest speakers for an awesome nonprofit organization by the name of Rose to hope.org led by an amazing latina hillary vargas which focuses on empowering today's young adults to establish social emotional academic and spiritual balance in their lives coming up next is part one of our very raw real and we hope encouraging q a session that we had with this amazing group of people Before we continue, we'd like to thank God for giving us an opportunity to hang out with you again. My name is Shibuya Edgar, and this is my wonderful wife, Janet.
0: Hola. We hope you enjoy part one of our conversation with our friends, From Rose to Hope.
1: Our hangout with them start off with a great question. What motivates you to be your best self every day? Mm. Enjoy, familia. My question to you is, how do you want to represent your family, your last name, your culture? And a lot of times we get shamed as Latinos here in this country, especially in the political environment that we live in. But I just want you to know to be proud. A lot of people call us the, the problem in this society, but we're not, we're the solution. And we came here with nothing and we became something. El corazón de este país. We became the heart of this country and be proud of that. Be proud of your roots, we proud of your heritage, but also embrace the United States of America. You can be all of that. You don't have to be, for example, myself, I'm not just Mexican. I'm not just American. I'm Mexican-American. I can be all that and be proud of it. And now my motivation and my why is not just my parents' sacrifice, but it's our daughters and being an example for them because we can speak all we want about it, but they watch us how we live life every day. They watch how, especially because I'm a girl dad, they watch how I treat Janet.
2: Yes.
1: And they are learning how a man should treat them and setting expectations at a very young age. Mm, that's important. That's it's very important. It all has an impact. Yeah. Even though the world sometimes makes you feel like you don't matter or you're insignificant, that's a bunch of BS. You are worth it. You are loved. You are beautifully and wonderfully made by an amazing creator. And um, just want you to know you're worth it and you matter.
2: Ooh, I gave me goosebumps. <laughs> that was so beautiful said. And it's true. It's, I think sometimes I think in in the fifteen years that I've been with Hillary and teaching and advocating for our youth and young adults, I think in the last year year and a half, you feel a heaviness of the world, right? You feel the world so divided, so you know, black and white. It, it, it seems like it's such a division. And you said something so beautiful. You know, I think everyone immigrants here, not just Latinos, for the American dream and. You know, what I love is that we have cultures, we have kids from all different cultures, all different religions, all different backgrounds. And the factor that we can come together and have a respectful conversation to learn from one another, I truly believe that that's like the future. And that's how we emerge from all the darkness into the light. So I think what you said was so beautiful. I wanna ask you, Edgar, how was, and for Janelle, you as well, how was, so how did the whole recognition of the White House come to be? And how was that experience?
1: Yeah. So in my story, you know, I, I ended up going to college. I was the first child of my parents to graduate from college, got a bachelor's in psychology, then got a master's in leadership. And I really felt like I was going to go into politics because I wanted to impact the community in a positive way. And I was lobbying going to DC and so on and so forth. Uh, But then I fell in love with entertainment and the power of radio and building a connection with the listeners every day and hanging out with them right through audio. And so I ended up going into radio And I worked in L.A., then San Francisco, Dallas, Mm -hmm. and then New York City. But the White House situation happened when I was in Dallas. Uh, The Obama administration at that time was getting out the Affordable Care Act, right? Obamacare, as a lot of people know it. And there was very low registration from the Latino community. So they reached out to our show and they said, hey, the First Lady would like to come on your show to speak about um, the Affordable Care Act. I said, absolutely, Um, whatever way we can help our community um, get protection and and receive healthcare. So we did a huge campaign. And then since I was doing motivational speaking at schools and we had our scholarship program at the time, um, the White House some months passed and registration went through the roof, thankfully in Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. And they attributed it to her speaking on our show and the outreach we did on a grassroots level so that's when they honored us for for this mm-hmm. ceremony invitation only for like 100 people from all around, all across our nation to go to the White House uh, to be honored. And funny story about that. Was it a call or did I get an email?
0: You got an email.
1: I <laughs> got, got an you, email. I got, a, I got a bunch <laughs> of emails from the White House that I kept deleting. Oh, they're they're, they're asking me for my social security number. (laughs) You thought
2: it was like sketchy, kind of like. I'm not going to give
1: my social security number via email. Like, this is fake. I'm being invited to the White House. (laughs) But I was like, if you're really the White House, you know my social security, you know? True. I was like, I'm not going to confirm my social security. Eventually, I get a phone call and a voicemail. And it's like, you know, executive assistant to, to the Obama administration, like, Hey, we've been trying to get a hold of you. We're trying to invite you to this situation. And uh like we don't we haven't heard anything back. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But anyways, <laughs> this is a funny story. But it Absolutely. was like an awesome experience to be at the White House. I think regardless of your political views, mm-hmm. just to be in our nation's capital in the White House, mm-hmm. being an immigrant.
0: Those mexicanos, two Mexicans just walking
1: Absolutely. the hallway. Yeah. It
0: was really cool. Coming in <laughs>
1: undocumented to be welcomed when many times we're not welcome right yeah walking into the white house was uh definitely a cool experience and a blessing and a, and a huge blessing for my parents to experience that. And that's the biggest reward oh, yeah. I could give my parents as well, you know, is for them yeah. to be proud of the hey, things mama. we're doing thanks hey, to their God. sacrifice.
2: Yeah, I know. And what a beautiful story that is. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. If I would have gotten those emails, I'd have been like, that's kind of sad. <laughs> so thank you for sharing. I think that's yeah. amazing. Like kudos to you guys, because even, I mean, now that you guys are parents and I wanted to ask you the following question, What are those moments and everything you guys have gone through? And I'm sure there's been obstacles and many adversities now that you guys are parents what do you wish upon your daughters to look when they're their age 16 17 18 and maybe then they go through their obstacles and adversity what would you want or what advice would you give them when they're older and what would you want them to see in all of your journey what lessons would you want them to hold on to and say well my parents did this so I can I
0: There's so many, but I want to say that definitely education is one. Like you get your education and you can do anything, but also to, you know, for us, we serve God and always take it to prayer, whatever it is, take it to prayer and he will guide you. And also to take leaps of faith, which is one thing Mm -hmm. we did. We always do that. But the biggest one we did was going from uh, Texas to New York city. We didn't know anybody. We didn't have kids. And, um, we just took a one flight ticket with eight suitcases and then we figured it out. And it was seven and a half of
1: those suitcases were generous.
2: <laughs> Side note. Of course, of course. But uh,
0: he got an opportunity to do radio in English and for the first time in New York city. And it was like a no brainer. Mm. We thought we don't have kids, you know, this would be an amazing experience. And, and he killed it. He did an amazing job. I and mean, we got to experience one of the biggest cities in the world. If not the biggest, but it was yeah. just the most amazing time and if we we would have been stuck because of fear or like we don't know anybody there then we wouldn't have experienced and met Chada and so many amazing people and live what we lived through and um and so just that to to encourage them to not be afraid to to know follow your heart and take things to prayer and god you know for me (laughs) what do you think what what would you add
1: i think you said something key babe and what we want to teach our daughters and we want to share with you guys too is so many times in life you miss out on blessings or opportunities because you're basing your decisions on fears mm-hmm. and not on faith. Mm-hmm. So don't miss out on those blessings just because you have a little bit of fear about this or that. It's like, take that take that leap of faith. And, mm-hmm. and it's never a loss. It's always a lesson. Recently I was interviewed and it was interesting what the interviewer asked me. They said, hey, you're, you're a girl, dad. And I was like, yeah, proud of it. Mm-hmm. And they said, Aren't you afraid of raising children in this crazy world right now?
0: Especially girls. <laughs> what is it? And, what it you was, trying to
1: it say? It was an interesting question. Yeah, it was an interesting mm-hmm. question.
2: And mm-hmm. I was like, you
1: know what? Everything in life is a choice. Mm-hmm. Nobody could take that away from you. Um, you have the choice of how you want to think, if you want to feed in your mind the line of faith or the line of fear. However, your thoughts feed either line, the line of fear or the line of faith is the line that's gonna get bigger and louder in your mind. And your thoughts are what feeds it. So I never thought about raising my daughters in this crazy dark world and all the craziness that's happening as a fearful thing. I actually see it as what a blessing that we get to raise two amazing, strong, intelligent Latinas in this crazy dark world so that in hopes we can raise them in a way where they can be a light. In the world and so instead of seeing it oh my gosh it's so dark out there Mm -hmm. it's like they have an opportunity we have an opportunity you have an opportunity to be a light it's all about how you frame your perspective and your perception on life do not allow your fears to consume you because that is the filter that you will see everything through and you will live in anxiety you will live in fear and missing out on so many blessings I'm not saying that there aren't bad things absolutely We just went through the most difficult year of our life, of our marriage. We just went through the most difficult year of our life, of our marriage. I ended up losing my job due to the pandemic. First time ever being without a job. Here in LA. Here in LA. My dad got diagnosed with stage four cancer but it was a blessing in disguise. While I was off from work, even though I got job offers to outside of LA, but my parents lived in LA, thankfully talked it over with Janet, we prayed about it. Hey, there's this great job offer in other cities for radio, but my dad has stage four cancer. Janet's like, hey, let's stay here. We need to be here for dad right now. And it was a blessing because seven months later, my dad passed away last July. My best friend, I would talk to him every single day, but because I lost my job, And because it was during the pandemic, I got to spend amazing quality time with him, going to chemotherapy with him, all his doctor's visits, translating for him and so on and so forth. And, you know, he went in peace because he was at peace with God, with himself and with the people that love him. And that's where I learned what true success in life is. Mm. My dad was so peaceful in his last moments here on earth, up to his last breaths, because he reached true success. And true success isn't no. He didn't pass away with millions of dollars in the bank, dollars in the bank. He didn't pass away with 30 houses or any none of that. But he passed away
2: with um, peace.
1: Mama can you go to sleep every day with peace knowing that you gave it your all to? Why? Them, Why? that you were a good person? you did everything you could with what you have mm. to bring something positive into this world. Well, and I at the end of the day, me. that is success right there. So don't measure yourself by the success that the world puts on you in that pressure. Cause you will go crazy. Mm. Um, so it was the most difficult time, but from there, and then we started our own business, you know, so now I'm back in radio and we own our own radio show that we start off in three cities, seven months ago. And now we're in 10 cities, thank God. So we're spreading little by little across the nation and it's something even better than what I had before. It's a huge sacrifice financially for us. Mm -hmm. But again, it's another leap of faith. Yeah. And, And
0: now that I think about it, it's almost like God prepared us for this moment because for some reason he took us to Texas and then to New York and now back to California. So it's like, we've learned so much you know, and we've opened ourselves up to, you know, I call it God's GPS, (laughs) wherever he takes us, we go. And here we are. And it gave us that courage to, to just go for it, you know?
2: So beautiful. Like that brought tears to my eyes, Edgar. (laughs) It's like, let's take a second there. (laughs) No, it's so beautiful. And, you know, I was noticing, Vinette, the way you look at him, with this amount of love and admiration while he was speaking it was beautiful. So I hope you guys saw that because I did see that and that was amazing. I, no, I, I saw that.
1: that. <laughs> but you know,
0: somebody <laughs> mentioned like what couples do, he wow. challenges me, I mm. challenge him oh, yeah. and, and we gotta keep going. And I'm like, hey, I'm tired, but I can't tell the girls, you know what, I'll deal with you later. <laughs> You Absolutely. just got like, get things done, you know. And yeah, him too. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you gotta do that email or whatever. Do it now because you know it's yeah. like, look at me. I can't say I'll do it later with the girls.
2: <laughs> and that's sure. the beauty, I think, of a partnership, right? And I've learned that too. Becoming a mom or becoming Miss Hillary is the strength that, you know, I have um, a bunch of health issues and and I have rheumatoid arthritis. There's days where from the neck down I can't move, but when my son and my and my kids, because I call them like they're my kids. My organization is like my family. So they're right. like my kids. And, you know, it's this strength, right? That you take within yourself and you're like, God, just give me just a little ounce. Okay, I can do this. And it's such a beautiful thing you mentioned that because I think that, you know, I look about like if if they can learn this strength at a young age, what a wonderful thing to learn and that could carry them throughout all the obstacles and adversity. But I wanted to ask you guys, say, Edgar, I love what you shared, you know, and I think it's an emphasis of you, you know, you guys went through, you know, pandemic, right? And then your father and then losing, it's a lot of sequence of things. But yet you looked at it from a lens of like, you know, something gratitude and the blessings that came out of it. And that's hard to do, but it's so beautiful. You guys are both able to do that, both as a partner and that you were able to spend that time where you're dead. and that you're able to reflect and say, you know, maybe God, you know, I lost my job and all this is happening, but I got to spend that quality time because time is something we can never give back, right? Money is replaceable. It's, you know, tangible time is something so precious. And so-
1: No, no, yeah, time, time is- Time is important. You have 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Right. And regardless if you're rich or poor, mm-hmm. uh, black, white, Latino, Asian, whatever you may be, we all get 24 hours in a day. Whatever it is that you invest that time in is exactly what you'll get in return. You know, what you invested in, that's your money. That's your time is literally your money is your biggest and most valuable resource at any age. And so whatever it is, you've got to look at your day and say, what am I investing in? And why am I not reaching my goals? Well, how much time are you investing in working on those goals?
2: Because it is true. And I try to teach them that the valuable of respecting also other people's time, your time. And that time is something we can never take back or give back. So, you know, I love that you shared about, you know, in the tragedy, of losing your job and all the stuff, but you were able to then have those seven months with your dad in such a purity form. And then I'm sure your daughters got to spend time and Jenna, you got to spend time. And and even as a family, like it's such a beautiful thing that through all that, there's more beauty and blessings at the end and that you guys were able to see that and share that with us. So thank you. I'm going to open it up because my kids are like, Miss Hillary. Let
1: me just add real quick. Go for it. I want to make sure that you don't get the false perception that that time wasn't difficult. Like there was days where Janet, you know, had to get me out of the slums. Yeah. My dad had cancer, then eventually he passed away and I didn't have a job. So it was challenging. There's times where, yes, I doubted and fear took the, took over the best of me. But my wife is so amazing. And she would pray for me and she would say, you got a choice right now. Obviously grieve, do what you got to do, but don't stay there. Yeah. are you going to be a victim to all of this and stay yeah. there or are you going to be a creator and, and hold on to the small yeah. blessings of whatever small blessing that is and be grateful. And so there are a lot of times where I was on the ground and times now where I still get triggered, yeah. but you know, it's, that's why it's so amazing that you surround yourself by mm-hmm. people that mourn with you when things are bad and celebrate you when things are good yeah. and, and not envy people. you. Yeah, you gotta look at who you surround yourself by, and Janice is something amazing all the time. It's like surround by people that don't just tolerate you mm. but celebrate you.
2: Oh, I love that,
1: but also challenge you, right? And yes. my work challenges me <laughs> often because she <laughs> see, and I don't see it as a negative, I see it as she sees my God given potential, and then I'm missing the mark on reaching that potential. That's why I'm so blessed to have her as a partner.
2: I love that. That's so beautiful. I was just telling one of my girls yesterday, like I was like, when you love someone, you also have to tell them the truth as much as that yes. hurts, right? You can't sugarcoat everything because like I told them, like, I'm not being a true mentor and a true guidance to you if I just sugarcoat and not yes. stop you and tell you we got to work on this now. Yeah. And I love that you guys have that in your relationship because it's important. And I think, and, and one emphasis on this, and guys, I promise you, they're messaging me like crazy. So I'm excited oh, cool, for cool.
1: you to yeah, know. Good. They're
2: like, Miss Lily, I love them. Miss Hillary have so many questions.
1: All right, familia, you can hear the rest of the Q&A on our next episode that you definitely don't want to miss out on. Miss Hillary and her youth group are absolutely amazing and inspiring. Don't miss out on that, familia. Please support them by visiting rose2hope.org. the Number That's rosetohope.org. We'd like to thank them for allowing us to share this encouraging session with you. Have a blessed week and remember to love, serve, and celebrate each other. Los queremos mucho. Bendiciones. Thanks for listening to Hanging with the Son Bellas Podcast on my data. It's the best day over. It's the best day of. It's the best day over. It's the best day, oh, oh. day over. It's the best day
2: over. I love it. When you're a Delta Sky Miles Reserve American Express card member, your favorite meal in another city is just an online booking away. Así que conocerás donde se consigue el mejor pan dulce to have with your morning cafecito en LA. Where's the best pupuseria in the bay? Y donde encontrar la salsa verde más rica en San Antonio? Because you're the travel foodie. The Delta Sky Miles Reserve American Express Card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amexslash you know reserve.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day.